Check, check, check. What up, world? This the man with the plan, Burt McGurk, a.k.a. PR, the king of hearts, and you are now tuned in to Clocking Out, the podcast you listen to when you need to get motivated and inspired to doing bigger and better things. What is going on, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Clocking Out. Yeah, man, it's uh, it's been getting a little bit frustrating. Um, I'm actually kind of upset. I bought a bunch of stuff to help do a live stream uh, episode, which was supposed to happen on Friday. And I even had a homeboy of mine come through. Shout out to Eric, a.k.a. Poppy No Stoppy on the social media. That's his tag. Um... And he came through to help me um, do some, basically some music reviews and and some uh, critiquing, I guess. And, you know, giving productive uh, criticism and everything like that to some independent artists who sent me their stuff. And I was going to do it live stream basically to avoid any copyright stuff because I know if I did a regular um, podcast... And I would have their music featured on there, being that the podcast is on Apple Music, Spotify, and Anchor, and everything like that. I knew even if I played a snippet of any of their stuff, which is also on Spotify, or even SoundCloud, or anything like that, I didn't want it to get copywritten or flagged. Even with their permission, um, there's even more complicated stuff. I know I have to do, like, paperwork and stuff, and actually get, like, a code, and I don't know, it's a whole bunch of complicated stuff when honestly all I'm really trying to do is just um, promote good music and promote those who are actually putting in the work, you know, independently. You know, the ones who are putting in their own money out their own pocket into their own craft and consistently, you know, putting in the work to get better. Um, If you hear any extra sounds, I apologize. I have the window open once again trying to let some air circulate and also we are still on lockdown over here. I am located in Long Island, New York, so I'm basically in the epicenter of this uh, little pandemic shit that's going on. Um, and I'm in Huntington, which they say is apparently the worst part. Well, I think that probably changed. I think now it's Brentwood. Regardless of White Boyle, um, I'm doing good just in case. Uh, my family's doing good. Everybody knows it's fine. Um, but yeah, I hope everybody's still staying safe, staying clean, washing your damn hands, paying attention to, to your surroundings. And uh, like I said in, in the last episode, just stick to what you know. Don't try to... Uh, you know, do anything too crazy, um, you know, just because you're overthinking or you're scared about what's going to happen. No one knows what's going to happen. For all you know, tomorrow, fucking meteor is going to come from the fucking sky and, and spin this whole world off its axis and we're going to fly into the fucking sun. <laughs> I'm just saying anything can happen. Or maybe aliens will come and they won't abduct us. They'll just give us the cure to every disease and, and give us the answer to every problem that we have. <laughs> but um yeah so i tried doing a live podcast a live stream and um i wanted to review some of the music that you guys were sending me and i was going to do it with another person um to have as a co-host a friend of mine and uh, just to have you know different points of view and uh he's always putting me onto some stuff he also had a playlist himself of some new independent artists who uh he felt were being very uh who were um what is it called when they're um they're unappreciated basically you know and they 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 didn't have enough attention he felt and so you know he made a list he put me onto a few people and so we just basically 
each had a list of these artists that we were just like playing for one another and then we talked about it um some of them had music videos on youtube and we looked at it and we reviewed it and i was recording this whole entire thing literally we i recorded for three hours we had a three hour session and the entire three hours is not usable because of this stupid equipment that i got off of amazon um just because i wanted to save like twenty dollars and also get it shipped faster i went and got this fucking it's like a, a live interface um a task scan or some shit like that and i tried using it when i was doing everything by myself recording my solo sessions it was okay it was pretty decent but every time i did a certain movement or something it would mess up the audio there would be like some white noise interference that came in or whenever i went to go back and listen to it they'd be like no audio whatsoever and like this long ass beeping sound over like the whole entire recording so it was unusable and basically that was the same issue that I was having when I had Eric over here and we were trying to do the live podcast. Um, the main issue was is that apparently the equipment that I had and the software that works with it so that I can use it on my Mac wasn't working as far as letting it replace whatever audio driver I had for the computer. So when you connect an interface, for those who don't know, when you have an interface, an interface is basically like a sound card. Um, when you're using um, condenser microphones and things like that, you have to connect it to a sound card. So it has one extra power and two, um, it's able to actually process the sound. Um, if not, you would buy something like a USB microphone, which would also work as well. I have all different types, but once again, I was trying to do a live stream. I was trying to do everything professionally as far as um, presenting the material that I was trying to review or let everyone else listen to like my main thing is the same way that I listen to the music myself like I was presented to it properly and you know you guys showcased it on your YouTube or your uh, SoundCloud or whatever it was well, however I got introduced to it I was introduced to it properly I heard it you know with good quality I saw it with good quality so I want to be able to present that to the other people who are tuning in the same way I wouldn't want to half-ass it and present you your product or your brand or your art, your material, whatever it is, and have it in a way where it can't be fully absorbed the same way I was. You know what I mean? I want them to, if I'm presenting it or I'm showing it or I'm, I'm sharing it with anybody, it's because I like it for some reason. There's something about it, whether it's the content, the way you created it, you, yourself, your personality, the art, whatever it is. I like it for some reason and I want to share it for some reason. So you got my attention. So I feel like it's my job the same way I would put in the extra work to present myself a certain way. I want to do the same for you guys. So that's why being that the live stream wasn't really going the way I wanted it to. I could have easily took out my phone and, and did something on Periscope or whatever. But again, it would have been like half ass and some janky ass thing. And I really don't want to turn people off on that. I don't want people to see that and be like, oh, this is the type of stuff that he's doing. It's kind of half-assed. You know what I mean? I'd rather not put anything out at all than to put something out that's fucking retarded that I wouldn't even enjoy listening to, watching, or experience, or even having my stuff on there. You know, I know that everyone would, uh, everyone's been helping me out a lot, especially on Twitter and in artists who have uh, projects that are coming out and everything, which I really appreciate. So the list has been growing. Um, but like I said in my earlier podcast, I really need to monetize my stuff. I'm not monetize. Um, I really need to like condense my stuff. I have too many accounts. I have my personal account. I have my music account. Then I'm trying to do the clocking out podcast account also to keep all that organized. So I need to basically get rid of my personal account and just have my artist account. So it just has all my entertainment stuff for me personally on there. And then I want to have the clocking out where it doesn't get, um, mixed up with my stuff. I just want to have, even if it did, but 
I want to have a specific place where, you know, I don't want it to be like, oh, I'm using clocking out as a way to get people's attention so I can trick them to listening to my stuff because that's not the case. You know what I mean? I don't even want to put my stuff on there. Honestly, I'd rather just focus on, you know, putting in the work, helping other people. Um, and if things work out for other people and I can put that to, to use for me as well, like the process that I'm doing. I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? That's like the whole point, the whole point, like the same way that I would do certain things to promote my music or to get people's attention to look at my stuff is the same way that I'm going to put that effort into helping other people. You know what I mean? So all that being said, I don't want to keep repeating myself. I have been listening to you guys. Some of you have been saying that sometimes it well, not sometimes basically like the, the stuff gets repetitive. So I'm trying to change that. But, um, yeah, man, it's been a lot of trial and error with that whole stuff. So I, if anyone knows, you know, I haven't talked about it, which I should, but then again, I feel like, you know, I don't want to sound like a broken record neither, but yes, I have been investing quite, um, a good amount of money on certain equipment that I've been testing out and trying here and there, and it hasn't been working out. It's, it's been a lot of, you know, like everything that I try, you know, there's only so many videos you can watch on YouTube and stuff and so many things you could look up before you actually physically get the product or actually get to try the software or whatever it is and find out it's not compatible with your computer or not compatible with the interface you have or the microphone or you need this or you need that and it's just it's been a pain in the ass but I'm really trying to figure it out because I really enjoy this I like being able to have conversations with people I would like to set up a nice um a little area to have guests you know, but everything right now with this whole virus outbreak bullshit is, is changing the narrative to a lot of things and it's changing the focus um, to a lot of things as well. So I can't blame people who don't have time to um, put into it or whatever, you know, and, and it's been the same with me. I've been recording, recording, but then I have a whole bunch of recordings that I feel sound repetitive, like some people have been telling me, or I feel like it's not... Um, they're not good enough as far as um, the content that I talk about. So I've just been leaving them there. Sometimes I edit them and I feel like they're not long enough or I can add certain things to them. So I'm, I'm, it's like a perfectionist type of thing. It's annoying. Like I said, if I wouldn't do it for my stuff, I wouldn't want to do it for anybody else's. And I feel like this podcast, the whole clocking out brand or community, whatever it is you want to call it, is basically focused on putting effort towards other people's work and helping promote their stuff so I don't want to half-ass it so even if it takes a while you know to put out an episode because I feel like it's not a hundred percent something decent or truthful or honest or useful I don't want to um put the energy of putting that out there you can hear the kids upstairs <laughs> but um yeah so once that whole live thing didn't happen we're like, you know what, whatever, let's just record a regular session. So uh, I was like, you know, we'll record a regular session. And every time that we review an artist, I'll basically snip it into a video or some audio and being so I won't get flagged. The only place I know I can put stuff on there that they really don't care about copyright stuff, honestly, is um, Twitter. Let's be real. Twitter is like all over the place with the stuff that you could post on there. So I figured, um, you know, I do little snippets and videos and shorts of reviewing people's stuff and, and what we said and hearing their music and then I would put up the information so how they can go and follow that person or listen to their stuff or whatever it was. That didn't even work. Um, everything that we recorded came out to be not usable. Um, one, like if we moved or anything, the interface would mess up the audio. There was extra sounds or noises or white noise, like I said, or one microphone would mess up and it would sound completely distorted and 
far away or only one side like left or right audio would work you know it would just it was all over the place i tried for like almost an hour or so to like edit it and and take what i can use but it was so all over the all over the place that like you would hear half the conversation or, or half the audio or whatever that it was just so bad that if i edited it, it was just kind of crazy and confusing so I was like, you know what, I'd rather just learn from this and not put anything out at all and, and just, you know, take it from there. Because if not, I would just be even more stressed out or embarrassed or overthinking and my anxiety would kick in if I would put in all this time to edit something and then it's really not good enough. And I know it's not good enough, but I put it out anyway just because, just to put it out. I don't want to do that. I don't want to make that into a habit. But, um, yeah, so that didn't work. Um... And I'm pretty upset because we literally recorded for three hours. We had a three-hour session. We went over some songs. We talked. Um, he gave his input. We talked about current situations, you know, the whole coronavirus stuff, how it's affecting him, his job. You know, everybody that I'm going to have on here eventually um, or anybody that I'm looking to focus my attention on is basically people just like me, people who have regular nine-to-five jobs and... Um, who are just looking to put their time and effort into something productive, you know, and useful to change their situations or other people around them, you know. Um, and so, like I said, my co-host that I had come um, that time was my homeboy, Eric. He's he's another music head like myself in the sense of always having an ear open for some new sounds of independent people that we feel don't get enough recognition that they deserve. Um, we're just, we like the art, we like the story, we like the underdog, we like the people who come from nothing to something, who actually put in the time and work, you know, we like watching the artists grow and seeing them from recording in their bedroom closet to going to the big, you know, multi-platinum recording studios with, you know, all these, um, known producers and 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 whatnot you know it's just a good thing to see grow and, and then we see the connections of people who we were already a fan of who are, are uh, industry based and how they end up sooner or later connecting or, or collaborating with people that we are a fan of who are independent and eric has a big big fucking streak of that in the sense of like since i've known him since like high school He's always put me onto someone who's not known, who's independent, who's like absolutely nobody. Nobody knows. It's like a hole in the wall that 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 fucking underground king, the the fucking you know uh, um, what is it called, the diamond in the rough or whatever it is you want to call it. But he always finds this like one artist that people never really pay attention to, who's just fucking truly talented. And then I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's like a voodoo thing or what, but for whatever reason, as soon as he says, like, he puts me on and he's like, yo, they're dope. Little by little, they just start blowing up out of nowhere. It's like as soon as he hears them and he says, yo, this person's dope. Within a year, that person's like working with mainstream artists and has a big following and is doing shows all around and packing arenas like it's it's happened so many times with all the people he's put me on to. Like he put me on to J. Cole before J. Cole was J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? Like, he put me on to so much stuff, and then I found out his story and how, how you know, his whole struggle and how he got to meet Jay and he got his opportunity and, like, all those things, like, we got into it. Like, whenever we get into an artist, we really look at their background, their history, how long they've been doing it, um, basically their portfolio, their rap sheet, you know, what, what they have, um, their catalog, 
and to see their growth, to see if they change, to see their style, to see what they've learned, if they're actually trying to change or if they're just staying the same in there. They're not trying to change. They're trying to change the game instead and get them used to something totally different and new. And like we always we're always open to new stuff. And it's not only just rap. It's, you know, from rap, hip hop, um, you know, any alternative type of stuff, you know, lo fi music, instrumentals, um, any singers. We love the, the singers that, that that be coming up out of nowhere. And, you know, we really into beats and the instrumentations that are being used, um, you know, especially these these new artists that are, you know, the the producer of their own stuff and also the artists on their, their track as well. Like they do everything themselves, like uh, an artist like Russ. That was another person that um, my homeboy Eric put me on to before he became like this big thing. And I was listening to all his stuff. And, and Russ has a huge, huge, huge catalog. A lot of people only listen to the stuff that he's known for right now that plays on the radio or that he um, promotes and everything. Because literally he's, the way he got big was, and I said this for so long, man, and I, I can't really get upset about it because of the fact that I, I've said it, I thought of it, but I never acted on it. And for the longest time, when I was like in middle school, I was like, yo, I'm so tired of every time it's always when I turn on the radio, it's cash money, it's young money. It's it's always like the same artist repetitively on every radio station for months and months and months. You keep hearing the same song. And after six or seven months, you think, OK, it's done. But no, then you hear like the second single on the same album that's like three years old or some shit. And then it just it stays like a repetitive narrative. And then every radio station has the same type of music or playlist at the same time. Like it's it's so I got it to a point where I was like, yo, it should be a law that every month a uh, artist needs to come out with a new project or every month the artist needs to come out with something new to stay rele relative in the industry. Because if every six months we're listening to the same one song and it's like, oh, it's been number one for it's like, all right, it's enough. We get it. But like it's a catchy song. We get it. But the way the technology is now, we can all listen to the same song a million times. You're not waiting for the radio before it was like the radio. We had to wait for the radio for it to play and we had to call it in and we had to be lucky to hear it. And like that's what I grew up on. So that's why I was always constantly thinking like, yo, I'm tired of hearing the same shit like now it's totally different. Now you make your own playlist. You can stream easily from anywhere to anything in any device. So it's different. So what I was saying, basically Russ, and it's not because I said it, but basically Russ had the same mentality and he came up with the same plan as far as, all right, I'm putting all this work into these projects because he has a huge catalog, right? And I'm not going to get too into it because I don't know his life front to back, but I know enough to speak on this where he has a huge catalog and he put in so much work for so many years doing his stuff by himself that he was able to learn from his mistakes and he noticed and he learned that he was putting all this energy into these big projects that had so many tracks out. I mean, so many tracks on them that no one was really putting the time and paying attention to anything but that one track. The first track that would be on the playlist that would just automatically play. Like everyone would always show love to that one track and he would see like, all right, you won't listen to all of these tracks and listen to a whole project but you'll always be down to listen to the first track to one track you know you're always down to at least play once and click the links once and, and give it one play at least for 30 cent whatever it was he was able to figure that out basically disrupted the whole way that that system was set up and he just basically was like all right since you're only gonna listen to one track i'm only gonna give you one track and it was one track a week so he had one track every week he was putting out one new track so instead of putting out a project every couple of months or whatever it was he would just stretch it out and he would take those songs and he would put it out once a week and at the same time he was still working on songs that he would put on like a dope ass project 
So he was storing away stuff and stacking up on his inventory, basically, on what he had to offer people. And at the same time, still, you know, giving them samples and pushing it out there weekly just so he stayed relative and his name was still in the air. You know what I'm saying? Like you would constantly see. And that's the way that you get people's attention. And that's the weird shit. Like I always thought of that, but I never executed it like that. You know, when and that's the reason it stops a lot of people. That's the reason sometimes I don't put up podcast episodes and I haven't been putting up music like that. You could work as much as you want, but if you feel like you don't have a finished product or you don't have a product whatsoever to give to someone, you're not going to put anything out. And that's what stops a lot of people. A lot of people overthink and they're like, oh, I'm not good enough. I'm not that. No, the real thing is that you're not confident enough in what you're doing to present it or talk about it enough where you can get people's attention to make it something that's beneficial to yourself, whether it's out of money, out of attention, whether you just need something to relieve some stress that, you know, in overthinking, whatever it is, but you're not confident enough. You know, when you do something repetitively, you get real confident and you're quick to brag about it or show it off or, or do it without a moment's hesitation. Like, you know, when you start a new job, you start overthinking and stressing about it. But then after a couple of weeks or whatever, once you figure out your own little flow and you understand how things go, you're not stressing about it no more because, you know, you know where you're comfortable in and you stay doing your own routine and so you you don't you don't get out of that lane to where you're stepping on any toes or, or changing your your daily routine that you're used to that you're accustomed to, and that's what happens when you're doing something new. You start overthinking and stressing because it's something new. You're not used to it yet. But once you start getting a um, habit of whatever the routine is or whatever it is that you have to do, you get more comfortable and you get more confident and you get more cocky. And that's the best thing about it is that you have to get to that point. So then the way to break that mold is basically you just have to keep trying to do different things. So you're not scared of trying different shit. You know what I mean? That, that one thing of like, oh, I don't know if I should do this job. I don't know if I should try this. I don't know if I, you have to keep doing it. That's why I like what I try to do now with my kids. I try to have my daughter do all these different stuff, like doing karate, and now she wants to do sports, so we wanted to get her into soccer this summer, but now with all this corona stuff, like, we have to see how everything turns out, but basically, at a young age, the first thing that she thinks of, like, we try to get into it, if it makes sense financially, and try to have it where she has a schedule, and she could do it on a weekly basis every month or whatever, where it's something she's focused on, you know, she's trying out little things now, where if something clicks and she really likes it, she can invest more time and more money when she gets older, she has something, she at least knows that she has a list of things that she tried out, that worked, that she was comfortable with, that helped her in any other way, like, whatever it is, but she's not gonna know unless she tries, the same with my son when he gets to that point, he's old enough to try for stuff, we wanna do the same thing, just so when you're older, it's like a second nature thing that when something new or something that you don't know comes your way, you don't get scared about it and hold back and, and it just second nature be like, all right, this is something different. I just got to figure it out. You know what I mean? And the more you do that with things, the more you start figuring out what you're comfortable with, what you really like and what you're truly talented at. And you can use that as your superpower. Like literally, like no one will be able to fuck with you. You can get into a situation and instead of you wearing like, oh my God, I can't handle this. You'll be able to pinpoint and look at everything that you know for a fact that you can execute and control because it's something that you're used to. It's something you're experienced at. And once you do that and focus on those key things, whenever you get into any type of situation, you're never going to be uncomfortable. There's never going to be a situation where anyone's going to have the upper hand because you're going to be like, you know what? You think you have one on me. You think you have me in a, in a corner, but really I'm, this is nothing. This is like they say in Spanish, this is, this is bread eaten. This is done. This is over with. Like I'm so, 
this is so second nature to me that you don't even know that I'm going to do this. Like, like one hand tied behind my back. That's how cocky and confident you want to be with something. And that's the way that this artist, how these artists that, you know, Eric puts me on to and that we're a fan of get, they get to the point where they do something repetitively. They get, they, um, you know, make it through all the, the obstacles as far as people saying they can't do it or the money issues or excuses as to why they can't record or whatever. And they make it through all those barriers to the point where they have to keep repe repetitively going through these fucking obstacles on a daily basis to the point that it's second nature to be like you know what it's no oh we can't do nothing it's all right this isn't working let's go to the next one there has to be another way let's look at it from another perspective let's see if we're using all our resources let's see what we did last time why can't we do that again okay let's find it there's always just trying to solve a problem. It's always trying to figure out what type of situation you're in and looking how you got there and try to work your way out of it the right way instead of you stressing about it and giving it more energy as far as negative energy, making the situation worse. You know what I mean? Like you can't be like that whatsoever. So when I started hearing about all this stuff of all these artists coming out with more, like more dropping projects a lot faster and, and, and at first i was like yo this is this then i started getting worried i'm like all right now i feel like i don't have enough stuff to put out there and then that's what stopped me from putting out material because i was like all right now i would put out a whole bunch of stuff but it wasn't good enough then i was like ah oh, what's like you know i was stuck in between the thing and then i noticed all right just because you have a whole bunch of stuff to leak out and you have a bunch of material doesn't mean you're actually good you know what i mean you can have a whole bunch of of you know, a whole bunch of dollar bills is not the same as a hung, as as a bunch of hundred dollar bills. You get what I'm saying? Like you can have a whole bunch of content, but if it's not valuable and it's not something you're actually putting effort into, like the value of it, it diminishes it. You know what I'm saying? You just have a whole bunch of bullshit. And I started seeing that. I started putting out projects and songs and this and that left and right, but it wasn't something I was really putting in my all to and all my energy. So it got to the point where I was like, I'd rather not put anything out at all. And it wasn't because I was getting bad feedback or anything. I was hardly getting any feedback. But then it was more the feedback I was giving myself in the sense of, all right, I'm not happy with this. I wouldn't listen to this more than once. It's not something, you know what I mean? So when I start self-analyzing myself like that, I started noticing certain problems. And then I started trying to come up with a solution for it. So now I'm trying to use those solutions to help you guys. So the same, where the fuck was I going with all this? <laughs> See what happens when I start rambling. All right, we, we talked about the live stream thing. Eric was put oh, all the artists and everything like that and how they put in. Um, that That's basically how, you know, we pick the artists and how we, we, we focus on stuff. But it's always crazy how he tends to find artists that tend to sooner or later collaborate with each other or cross paths or whatever it is, you know. So that's one reason why I wanted to have him there. And, um... I felt like it would be good juju, I guess. You know, he would he would put out good vibes to all of y'all. And y'all be just fucking making hits and everything, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, so that didn't work. And I was kind of upset. More, more than kind of upset. I was pretty upset because of the fact, like I said, it was three hours worth of uh, recording and it went nowhere. Um, so I couldn't use any of that. But I basically have to wait now a couple days. I'm using a regular interface right now to record, um, which is going to have to do for now. So I can't do anything crazy or any like special effect type stuff. But it's all good. It is what it is. Um, I'm waiting for I'm waiting to see how long it's going to take for me to get my money back from all that stuff that I got. Um, I should be uh, I should send out today. Um, it sh I should send out all the stuff um 
uh, later on this afternoon, I just have to print out the return label and whatnot. And then uh, depending on how quick I get the money back from that, I'll uh, see what more reliable equipment I can invest in to get this thing going. Because I really want to do the live stream. I feel like that's going to work, man. And I'm, again, I'm really upset because doing this live stream and everything, I see all these people now that they're in quarantine doing this live radio stuff and live this, live that. No one has yet quite done it the way that I'm trying to do it or how I see it in my head. So I feel like that's the little bit of an upper hand I got. And that's a tip for everybody also. If you're trying to start anything, whether you're an artist, you're a business, any type of an entrepreneur, any any type of independent thing at all, you have to understand that the number one trick or key to being really, really good at whatever it is you're going to do, you have to do one of the two things. You either have to be first or you have to be better than the fucking rest. You have to stand out either by the quality of it, the way you're executing and you're you're able to create that content or you're able to make that product or you're able to present that brand, whatever it is. You either got to be the first to do it in the sense of it has to be something that no one's done before or you have to use a platform that no one's done before to be the first to be successful at it and get people's attention towards that just because of you. Or you got to be able to do something everyone else is doing in a totally different, more creative, more um, uh, time sufficient, more uh, economic as far as product being used to make. You have to make it more sufficient in every way possible to make it. Well, all right, you can get it here, but this quality is better. It's cheaper. It's, you know, it lasts longer, whatever it is. But that's the two things that you have to have, because if not. It's basically you're constantly going to be playing catch up and constantly going to be trying to outdo the next person just because. And you won't really have a dedicated fan base or community or anything like that. All these extra sounds are coming. I'm sorry again. Once again, I'm really sorry. I know you guys are going to hear a lot of extra sounds. I try my best to edit it out, but I really wanted to record. Um, I'm really getting tired of... I overthink and I'm like all these sounds and the tapping and this and that, but I really just want to put this stuff out there. I, I see that a lot of you are actually showing interest and a lot of you have been on top of me about it uh, as far as putting out more episodes. So I'm going to do that. Um, see this, this, I don't even know what the hell that is. All oh, the garbage. <clears throat> all right. Um, I, I close the window, I'll open it back in a little bit to let some air in. Uh, gotta let it circulate. The Rona gotta get the fuck out of here. I don't got it. I'm straight. We good. We clean in this crib. But, uh, yeah. Can never be too sure. Um, so what the fuck are we talking about? Um, the live stream, yada, yada, yada. Eric, we did some reviews of artists. It didn't work. It sounded like shit. I couldn't do it. Returning the equipment. Um... Yeah, so basically, I'm going to return the equipment, and depending on what I get, I'll, it'll be, you know, set up a lot better. I'm working on, uh, I want to make sure I have a good YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, you know, and Twitter and everything like that for the clocking out stuff. I basically just want it to be a dope setup. It's simply just because... The same way I would like to be a part of something, you know, like remember back in the day, you'd be like, oh, I just want to get on Hot 97 or, or 105.9 or whatever it is, or whatever radio station or, or be featured on This Is 50 or be showing up on World Star Hip Hop or whatever it is or go viral on YouTube. I want to be able to have a platform where no matter what, your stuff is constantly being brought up. As long as you're working, your, your stuff is constantly being presented and it's being listened to and shown like, I want to be able to do that and for no other reason, just because the same way I would like that to be something that existed when I was coming up and I was trying to break out as an independent artist just to have people to listen. 
I feel like if there was a real place dedicated on real artists who put in their own time and money, who know what they're doing, who actually put in an effort to learning to become better at something, and it's focused on that, people who are actually looking for new independent artists who are like, you know, like my homeboy, who actually appreciate that type of stuff, they, they would go to it. They'd gravitate it. I, I know for a fact me and him aren't the only ones who are into um, knowing people's story, into learning how people go from nothing to something, you know, and I don't, like I, I keep saying, I know I'm only, fo I constantly mention music, but it's like my interest, but at the same time, I want to branch out, and I want to be able to talk to other people who want to be independent business owners, you know, not just music, not just rap, not just singing, you know, I want to, if there's a person who has a brand of cooking or something that wants to hit me up, we could talk over the phone and I'll find a way that I can order your stuff or something and you send it over and I try it. Or if you're locally, I can go there or something like once again, this Corona stuff is kind of limiting certain things, but I want to be able to set it up like that. I want to be able to give reviews and stuff, but specifically on independent people who are just starting, who can use the extra, uh, the extra set of eyes or, or ears or whatever, you know, just to get that extra attention. And I only want to do it just because, you know, and the reason I'm saying that, I'm not trying to be repetitive, but I'm bringing that up is because on Twitter, um, some people were asking me certain questions. They were asking me about what I had planned, how I was doing things, why I wanted to do it. And a lot of them asked me if it was a scam, you know, so I wanted to get into scams. And I'm not trying to get into a scam, but I wanted to get into talking about it. In the sense of, no, none of this is, is a scam, Regardless of what I say, you're going to think what you want to think. And I want you to think that. I want you to look into it. I want you to look into me and into everything that I'm trying to do to hit up other people that you see are responding to this or who are a part of it. Look into what they're doing in their background. Whatever it is you want to do because I'm not worried about anything. I'm not asking people for money. I did mention it in the other podcast, um, um, the last podcast episode that I would like to try and find a way to do... Um, sponsorship but not through regular sponsors i want to find a way just to work with independent people who are working on projects or brands or something that can use you know some attention like i say and doing something really cheap and affordable um that makes sense but finding a way just to have that money specifically be used for a clocking out project whether i have a contest and i give that money back to a specific winner or anything, you know, that's the only thing I could think of, honestly, that would be beneficial to you guys, or buying some type of equipment, and having a contest, and having some people, like, simple things like that, but whatever money, if anything, would be made off of any type of advertising, one, the advertising would be solely focused on independent, um, independent work of any kind, um, whether, you know, startup brands, startup businesses, independent artists who have projects, um, any goods or services that anybody might have, let's say you do catering, let's say you do Ubering or whatever, if you're a specific Uber, I don't know how it works, I've never really used Uber, but let's say you're an Uber driver or whatever it is that you do specifically that gives you a code where people can specifically contact you in certain areas or whatever, Things like that. Any way that I can help you boost up your hustle, your grind, your side thing that you're doing to make some extra money or, or your main focus, whatever it is that I can do my part to help spread the word. That's what I want to do. And all I'm asking in return um, for the most part is just spread the word the same. You know, if I caught your attention and 
it was something that made or sparked your interest as far as wanting to be featured on here as an ad or an artist or whatever it was or whether you want to be interviewed on here and you want to come on here and speak your two cents on whatever type of situation or topic all I ask is you spread the word and see if anyone gets that same spark of interest that you did that's all the same way that I have a spark of interest in the artist or whatever it is and that's why I agreed and I felt that your moral compass you know matched up with mine and our plan as far as what I'm trying to do in the end of all this and I feel it's beneficial to each other or we can help each other reach those end goals that we have why wouldn't I want to spread the word to somebody else who would want to do the same and maybe you know you never know you never know what it could lead to and what can happen but um that's my reason behind it it's not money motivated or anything like that I'm just trying to build something that I wish that I had um, or something that was around or existed, you know, um, that was like what I'm trying to do. So I know that there's a lot of people out there talking about scams and everything, and they send me a lot of messages and videos of text messages and email screenshots and, and DM screenshots and all this stuff. I do my part of looking into it um, more often than not. Why does it keep sounding weird? Um, I'm sorry. More often than not, I do get a lot of artists sending me the same person. And they'll send me the link like, yo, just in case, stay away from this guy. Or, oh, do you fuck with this person? Or are you anything like this? And I go through it. I'll sit there for a few minutes and I'll explain everything. I'll talk to them. I hear them out. I'll explain to them how, you know, I was, um, you know, taken for scams myself at some point. But, you know, after a while, it's something that you can... You can notice the signs and you notice, you know, what's a red flag or not and you avoid those things. But once again, it's it's a thing that you have to experience. If you don't go through it, you won't learn and you have to learn the hard way sometimes. But that's why I like through this podcast, I would like to talk about it or have people share their knowledge or their experience in certain situations like that. So the next person coming up doesn't have to go through those same trials and, and fucking issues that you did, you know, let them learn from your mistakes you know, then again, at the end of the day, everyone's going to make their own decisions. But, you know, at least you can do your part of giving that information and passing it on so that the next person doesn't have to go through the same heartache or struggles you did. You know, I feel like that's only fair if it's something that you care about like that. But if you're on some selfish shit, just take that shit somewhere else. But, um... The scamming shit is crazy, man. Like on Twitter, there's so many people like, oh, give me... Like $50 and I'll review your stuff. And there's so many fake A&Rs. And even if they're real, I don't know how that shit works. It was even me like years and years and years ago. There'd be so many. I'd be the type that I'd like just make songs. i make three or four songs or whatever. And then i hear about an event or a showcase, a talent show. And I'd go to be on it. And there'd always be a host of some label or some A&R or some underground rapper manager or some shit. And always be like, yeah, to be in the show, you got to pay sixty dollars and then we're gonna give you twenty tickets and each ticket you gotta sell them for five dollars each and then you have to have a like it was always all this shit and it's basically like you paid to promote your own shit and the only way you got paid back is if you made money off the tickets you sold for like it was like some dumb shit and like an idiot i would do it and i learned like i didn't really get shit out of it i didn't get shit out of it i would break even because the only way you'd be able to make more money is if you hustled the tickets that you got as far as instead of just charging five dollars charge more than that but then at the end of the day it's like people are coming there to go see you and support you so yeah some of them would do it some of them would it but at the end of the day you feel kind of fucked up of telling people to take the time out the day to go see you at a showcase 
when there's like fucking 12 or 15 other motherfuckers there that have no name or no nothing and you know so you feel some type of way you know and always the first couple times there's always people to go and they always support you but when they see it's like the same half-assed type of bullshit you know they they tend to stop going they'll they'll be like yeah we'll go they'll help you know retweet or share whatever post you have but when it comes to actually going like it gets to the point that it gets you get tired of being in that environment you know when it's not really something that you want to be around or something that's presentable so i can't really blame anybody but those things is like things you look out for something that those things are things you look out for something like that that you know you wouldn't be proud to let people know of just don't do it don't don't think oh my god it's an opportunity no man if it's something you're not comfortable doing don't overthink or try to convince yourself to do it just because fuck it you gotta you like literally i used to be like that all the time and overthink of shit which is one reason why i came up with clocking out like i would go to jobs that i'd be completely uncomfortable doing and i would stress myself like the reason I got to be here is I have to get these hours. I got to get a good paycheck. I got to make sure I pay this. I pay. But then the more and more I was stressing, I was like, Yo, I'm going to pay this. I'm going to pay that. I don't use this. I don't use that. I don't watch Netflix. I don't like, why am I stressing this? It's okay. I don't like, I would come up with reasons to say it's okay not to go to a place I really didn't want to go when the number one reason is I just didn't want to go. And I understand everyone has to work and everyone works a job they don't like, but I mean, in a sense of anxiety of being truly uncomfortable to where you're overthinking and stressing and you can't work and you can't fully even enjoy your day or you're stressing about even going to sleep because you have to wake up the next day and, and like it's things like that when you're really that uncomfortable of where you're working or what you're doing or who you're around you just don't fucking do it don't do it don't go don't be around that person, cut them off, change it, you know what I'm saying, I'm not saying do absolutely nothing, but change the narrative, yo, like, you don't have to be stuck there, stop being scared, like I said earlier, you have to break that habit of having it be second nature, of you being scared of something you don't know or don't understand, and actually be more open to be like, yo, you know what, fuck it, I'm just gonna, that feeling I got inside of being scared or nervous or overthinking, I'm just gonna embrace it, I'm gonna go do whatever, because at the end of the day, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow, and it's gonna be the same shit all over again, so what the fuck is the point, you know what I mean, what's worse, being scared for a little bit, and then getting over it, so that you can do what you gotta do, or dealing with the same anxiety and same stress and bullshit of you telling yourself, damn, here, here we go again, another day of the same shit, you know what I mean, you have to do something, you want something to change, you gotta do something different, no different than what what that what what the homie Russ did with his music. He thought it was one way. <clears throat> he thought it was one way with the music, and he was following the norm of what all these big mainstream artists were doing, putting out all these projects, and he thought that's the was the way. But then he started noticing slowly that things were shifting and changing, and he was paying more attention to that. So he focused more on the strengths. He focused more on that one song that everyone was putting all that effort and attention into. Then instead of being like, oh, my God, I have all these songs and you're not listening. He was like, all right, you guys only want to listen to that. So that's what I'm going to give you. That's what I'm going to do. You have to look at it like that. Whatever you don't want to do, don't do it. And whatever gives you the attention and whatever gives you happiness and makes you feel better, be like, okay, then that's what I'm going to do. And just do a lot more of that. Don't try to put yourself in, in this fucking stupid ass situation just because you're scared about losing shit that really doesn't matter. Don't worry about your car, your house. Yes, you need certain things to survive and transportation. Like there's common sense stuff, but you can have a car. But do you need that brand new 2020 car? Or can you, you know, make it work with that 1989 Honda Civic? You know what I'm saying? Like, do you need that brand new fucking iPhone 12? 
or can you still make that fucking flip blackberry work and last you, you know what i'm saying like you don't have to stress yourself you're gonna stress yourself over shit that doesn't matter or over people that wouldn't even give it a second thought to do the same for you i feel like there's a fucking echo or some shit and i keep hearing it every now and then so i'm sorry if that's the case if that's what you guys are hearing i'll change it in the editing hopefully um but yeah man that whole scam shit a lot of people tell me they were getting got for that. You you just got to spread the word, man. The community is doing pretty good. It's, like I said, they've been sending me links as far as people who are scamming and shit. And I retweet it. Um, I don't do the whole hit them up and like, oh, how dare you scam? Like, this? that's pointless. They're just going to block you and they'll make another account. And they'll start the whole shit with a different profile and a different name and all this other. Like, don't. You just got to spread the word and hope people get wise to the their pitch of bullshit that they're trying to either steal your music or your lyrics or your talent or steal your money and waste your time like it sucks but there really isn't no way around it you just gotta go through it man that's that's part of the game everybody out here is trying to hustle somebody or some shit you know it's it's rare that you come across the real ones but um you know it's like i say if it sounds too good to be true chances are it probably is you know, and that's what sometimes people tell me when I, I explain to them what I'm trying to do with this. Like, you're trying to do all this and you're doing it for free. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? I know at some point if I do it the way it should be, if I execute it the way I see it in my mind and I know it could be something, you know, um, beneficial to everybody, including myself, because it's something I would like to do and, and, and be entertaining and fun. Once it isn't entertaining or the thought of it isn't fun anymore, I'm not going to do it. Obviously, just like I said earlier, if it's something you don't want to do, don't fucking do it. But I like doing this. You know, it would be dope if I got paid for this. But right now, that's not the case because I know I can barely put on an episode every single week without it being an issue for whatever reason, whether it's equipment or being able to record and quite look like you hear that right now. The boiler is going to start up again. And this microphone is picking up everything. So it's like I used to overthink about shit like that so much. Now it's to the point where I'm like, yo, I'd rather just. Focus on what I'm saying, and as long as what I'm saying is real and, and useful, fuck everything else. I know someone is going to listen. The same way that I go on YouTube and there's some videos that either have shitty quality or whatever, but the content's good or it's something interesting. or It's like those UFO videos that you see that never clear, but it's always like, oh my god, I got to see it because it's it almost looks real or you don't know or like... Or, or like the old uh, Joe Rogan podcast and shit or Joey Diaz podcast like from when they first started and how the quality's bad or whatever but the shit they're saying is real it's useful it's deep you know what I'm saying like I feel if I could do something like that I know there'll be somebody out there that it'll be useful to and they'll listen and they'll tune in and they'll be appreciative you know what I mean because it's it's me and one thing that I know is like when I got into Casey Neistat's like YouTube shit I got into that um, right when he started, and he started on, on, I think on his 30th birthday or something like that, or 31st birthday, and then every day after that, he just started doing daily posts, he would make a video every day, every day, every day, every day, and they weren't all excellent, sometimes the intros would be off as far as the number of the, of the vlog it was, or the date, or whatever, like, you would see the mistakes here and there because he would do it daily and he would put it out, but then every day he was getting better at it and better at it and better, and he did it, I think, for like, 
what, like three years, three, four years, maybe even longer. I'm sorry if I'm if I got it wrong, but I know I tuned in every day, and every day was like a ritual. Every day I woke up, and every day it would come up as an alert on my YouTube thing of people I was subscribed to, and he was the only one that daily there was a new video, and every day he got my attention, and every day he got me, he got me through my morning, or he got me through my my lunch break when I was overthinking and stressing. Like he would get my mind off of the shit of my life. And have me relax and make me realize, yo, everyone has their own shit that they go through and their own daily routine and their own, like, the more and more I see things like that, the more I'm open to, like, all right, I just got to, like, relax, you know, everyone's going through something, everyone's not in control of everything, despite whether they're rich, despite whether they're, they're not, everyone's learning, everyone's, you know, trying different stuff, learning from it, seeing if it works, what, what doesn't work, and, you know, I appreciate that. And so I feel like in some way I could be able to do that to somebody. I hope, I hope that I can, you know, do these podcasts and it gets your attention somehow. I hope you guys can learn something from it, some type of closure as far as, uh, or an aha moment or, you know, and that's what I, I need to focus more on. I was over stressing the quality of this and this, like, or this and that as if, um, this was like a song or something and it's not, it's just audio. I know I'm in this for the long run, which is why I, I know for a fact I'm in it for the long run because a sign of it is that I'm I'm overthinking everything. I'm looking at different quality equipment. I'm looking at what does what, um, how it sounds, how it's presented, and I'm normally not like that about stuff I don't care about. If it was something that was temporary, I would have just been like, all right, whatever, let it just show however and just go, but I'm overthinking so much i feel like that's probably a downfall also i should just do it and stop stressing it so much um you know but right now like i said or like we all know the situation with this corona shit is is crazy so it's like i have to i have to play everything carefully you know i can't invest more time than i need to in this where it affects you know my other real life shit i'm trying to balance everything properly but at the same time i want to give this the proper attention that it deserves to do this the right way because i know it's something i i can benefit from in the future in more ways than one something i know i would truly enjoy and it would be dope to make this into something profitable where i can even if i got paid exactly what i got paid now some like bare minimum shit and I was like barely getting by, I would much rather do this than a regular nine to five anywhere else, you know, and, and be in control of what I'm doing. And hopefully it'll get to that point. But um, yeah, man, if it gets there, it'll get there because, you know, people just want to support. I'm not looking to scam anybody out of anything or their music or nothing, which is why I've been holding back, man. If if I really didn't care and I was scamming people, I'd be putting out music and not worrying about if you guys already have it copywritten or not or like, if I put out a song before you did on Spotify, and let's say you only have it on SoundCloud or some shit, and I put it out, and it's on my podcast, and it's on Spotify, technically, I own it. If you haven't gotten it copywritten, if you haven't, I basically found a way to put it out there some way that you didn't, and it'll be like, oh, well, he put it out before you did, so technically, he made it public, so he owns like, yeah, there's ways around it, and you can, but I'm just saying, it's, it makes things complicated, not that I would do anything like that, because I don't want to, because I wouldn't want that done to me, I know how it is, I know how it feels to be on the other end of that fucking stick, which is why I'm trying to develop something where people don't have to worry about it, you know, I'm so cautious about shit that people send me, I, I try to tell people on Twitter, just, yo, if I tweet to send me links, the same tweet that I'm, I'm mentioning that, just mention under it, or share the link under that same thing, 
don't DM me and don't tell me, oh, give me an email so I can... I understand why you're trying to do it. I understand you're trying to get contact stuff and stay connected. But one, I don't want that. I don't want to stay connected where you're just sending me some spam shit every fucking week. Just send me a link on Twitter. That's way more easier. I don't have to worry about that. I don't have to keep looking at my email if it's something that we're having a continuous... Because then I got to spam you or I got to block you. And then if I really want to contact you or you're really trying to reach me for something we can really collaborate on, it's not going to happen. So I'd rather you just send it as a regular tweet. People are sending me DMs and like, oh, what's your email? I don't want to do that. Two reasons. One, if anything was to happen, if you're sending emails to everyone and you're emailing everyone that track... There are people who have been emailing me tracks like, oh, I haven't put it out yet. I want to. And I tell them, stop doing that. Stop sending people tracks that you haven't put out yet yourself or that's not public or that you don't have, um, you know, copywritten or, or you don't own the rights to or whatever, because all you're doing is giving other people that opportunity that if they like it, they can easily have that same file you have and you were slacking on properly um, publishing it or whatever it was, and they'll go do it. One, to be spiteful or two, because it's actually something good and creative and they found a way to like, you don't know, you just don't know. And, I, and I'm just tired of explaining that I put it up on tweets and then I even say it in a DM, like I'll go through, I'll, I'll spend the three or four minutes it is to explain that real quick. Like, yo, be careful. You never know for all, you know, you're giving someone an email and they'll send you something back and you open it and it's a virus. Or maybe you're sending me something and I open it and it's a virus or I don't know. You don't know. You have no fucking clue what's going on, especially on the computer shit. So I just say be careful, especially if, if you're not someone who's fortunate that if you get something sent to you and it fucks up your computer or they hack into your shit and they steal something or mess something up, you have no fucking idea. And if you're not fortunate to protect yourself from that or to have a plan B in case that was to happen to where um, you have a way to pr protect yourself from anything like that, whether let's say someone was to hack into your account and find a way to get your your financials, or if someone was to um, steal your music and it comes out, it's a hit song and they get famous off of it and you get like, you know, unless you have a way around that to cover your ass, man, just be careful. But um, I appreciate everyone hit me up. I appreciate everyone trying to stay in contact. But it's it's Twitter. Twitter is no different than giving someone your cell phone number. You like texting. It's right there. I just feel like people are overthinking in the sense of having their conversations public and that that's what I'm trying to break out which is why I tell people don't send me DMs if you want to talk we can just talk right here there's no reason why anyone and everyone can't see our conversation I'm not the only way I feel like it should be a DM thing is if it's something specifically where negotiating something money wise or something where it's like oh I don't want to tell you a price where other people are having a different price or I'm giving you a special treatment then because I'm not I'm not giving anyone special treatment. I am nobody. I'm a regular fucking person who really likes doing music, who wants to shed some light on other people who have a similar situation as myself. I just want to build a platform like that. There's no reason for you to hit me up and be like, yo, let me send you a DM. And then you start asking me, like, yo, there's nothing on anywhere. I've never posted anything like, yo, let's talk price or hit me up for promo. or hit I'm not doing that. You send me some shit, I listen to it. If I like it, I post it up. Even if it's something I don't fuck with 100%, I still post it up. I retweet it. I share it. You have a link that you sent me of some shit? Like, even when they send me links and DMs, like, yes, it is really annoying because I'd rather just be... I, one, I don't understand why you would want to just send a DM when I'm the only one seeing it. Where if you send a tweet more than just me seeing it, my account is public. 
anyone who happens to stumble on my page or the or click on the hashtag or whatever it is is gonna see your tweet so more than just my eyes have there's more of a possibility of other people viewing it and you getting more exposure that way that's one that's my main thing two what's with the secrecy i don't see the point of you sending me a dm like we're talking about something special we're having the same and it's really annoying where i have to go back and forth from dm to that it's just a lot easier to just look at the thread of the tweet and just slide down and answer everybody like that than to go back and forth and lose track of who i'm talking to and why i'm because then i get frustrated i'm like yo fuck it i'm not even gonna finish that conversation the dm because it's just stupid and i feel like it's a lot of common sense stuff that everybody should know like it's just frustrating because i'm trying to multitask and do the most I can as far as interacting with people on there by by mentioning stuff that's going on currently to stay in in the loop of the conversation and constantly come up on the feed but also at the same time answer anyone's questions or concerns that they have or you know trying to get their attention and trying to show that you know I do care enough by giving them enough attention um to whatever they're sending me and and they're trying to get me to listen to or or talk to me about or whatever But yeah, man, it's it's been getting a little overwhelming from the equipment not working um, to nothing coming out the way I, I really like I see it in my head one way and I know it wasn't going to be as easy as just think it, do it. Um, but, you know, it is a process. I am working on it. I am learning as I go. I really do appreciate everyone who's been supportive and still rocking with me throughout this whole thing. Like you don't understand. It's I really I love it. I love the support I'm getting, um, you know, I've been posting up pictures of, like, the little setups I have of the podcast that I tried doing live, I have, like, a makeshift thing, I got, like, two patio chairs and, and comforters or whatever, and then I got a, a little table, I got the mics that I put, then I put the interface in, like, the center of the table, and I have it in front of the TV, which I'll stream from my phone or something if there's a music video, and then I also have the my Mac that I set up on a table across and I use the photo booth app on there to record temporarily. But then what I normally want to do is set up some cameras around us and then have different um, camera angles also to to play around so it's a more um, better presentable visual for like videos that we have. But yeah, I mean, I have it set up in one way in my head and slowly it's getting to that point like every day, little by little one, like the quality of the way it sounds, it's getting to how I want it. Um to the setup as far as how I see it visually which I've been more I've been overthinking that more than anything else which I should really stop because like no one's really seeing (laughs) they're just listening for now so for me to stress the way it looks visually is fucking stupid but uh yeah man I'm trying to make this one a, a good lengthy one um I'm trying to make up for the absence of the other episodes um I do have uh these other episodes I have like a book that I have that I've been writing in all my ideas basically from what I would like to talk about while having other people some useful information that I want to share with you guys but I'm a little hesitant to put it out because like I said I'm not an expert at anything it's just what I've learned what I've read books on the research that I've done and I guess I'm just nervous because I don't want to put out some wrong information so it's like I overthink and I've been re-listening to all the stuff that I've recorded I've been double checking triple checking um all the information that i've looked up that i know um to see one if it's still accurate and up to date and useful and how you guys can basically um use that right now for whatever it is that you're trying to do um a lot of people have been hitting (laughs) a lot of people 
have been sending me DMs, um, DMs in Twitter asking me if uh, they could be a guest on here. Um, that was something I was going to do this week also, but once again, being that that fucking interface was a piece of shit and it's not working, the recording quality of that, like I tested it out and I was trying to do it with my own phone and FaceTiming and Skyping or whatever, and it just sounds really, really, really horrible. And I wouldn't want to do anything like that to anybody and, and... it's embarrassing, you know, one, as the person who's hosting the podcast, and two, as, as having as having a guest on there and have them, like, it's not presentable, like, plain and simple, it's not presentable, and I wouldn't want to do that, you know, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, so what else, man, I mean, the scam thing, I wish I had, like, some cheat code or something to give you guys that you can put into your phone or send them. It would automatically, like, raise a flag or an alert or something that would be like, scammer, but I don't, you know, I just say, do your research, if someone says they're connected to something, look it up, you know, there's no lying on the fucking internet, I'm telling you, there's no lying, if someone says they're attached to something, you can easily easily find out if it's true or false, if someone is claiming one thing or another, I say just pay attention to their actions and how they move and how they talk and what they're asking for, um, And basically never fall for some shit. Like, you have to ask yourself, what is this person able to give me or do for me that I can't do for myself? What type of position is this person in right now that they can change the position that I'm in? And if they can't do anything that improves the position you're in or anything that you can't do yourself or something that's not... Like, if if everything that they do is within your reach, don't fuck with them. There's, There's nothing they can offer you. You know what I mean? They're just... They're stating the obvious. They're doing something that you can do yourself, but they see that you lack in it, so they're trying to do it for you. And yes, sometimes this could be beneficial, but sometimes a lot of people use this just to be manipulative or to be controlling, and they just want to use you for the moment and the time being, and then once they can't no more, they're like, all right, fuck it, and they're on to the next one and the next scam and the next person that they can use, and they're just leeching off of. So you got to be careful with that. It's very rare to find... A manager, an A&R, a producer, someone who's willing to work with you off the strength. Like, okay, look, we'll do this now and then we'll do something later. But if you find that type of person, which is rare, that's good to keep around. That's how you build your team and that's how you work. You know, you eat, we all eat, you know. Um, But then there's a lot of people who like to act like that and then they'll get spiteful and... They know all your do's and don'ts, you know, what you did properly, what you didn't, and they'll use that against you. And they'll take advantage and they'll copyright something that they know you fully own, but they know they could benefit off of somehow. Or maybe they have money to do something that you can't. So they'll take control of the situation and try to have you in a corner where you'll be like, you know what? I know I can't afford this financially or time wise to fight this. So I'd rather just give up and let you have whatever, you know, it's a lot of different things. But don't be discouraged. You have to be willing to, you know, put in the work. When it comes to this stuff, you have to remember, like, I'm going to get into it in the next podcast. When it comes to starting up something, you have to have, you know, a good idea first. Once you have a good idea, you have to have the, the knowledge of that, whatever it is, whether it's music or whatever category or topic or subject or um, whatever, you know, area that specific thing or your idea has to do with make sure you do enough research make sure you know enough of it you know if it's the entertainment industry learn as much as you can about the entertainment industry if it's the food industry and and restaurant industry you know learn as much as you can about that you know like all the basics 
to all the big stuff. You know, it's going to get overwhelming, but just go over as much as you can. Memorize all that you can and the other stuff, you know, just keep it somewhere. You don't have to memorize it, but at least run through it where you know it. So once it's mentioned, it clicks a light bulb or something's like, oh, that sounds familiar. I kind of know that. Let me stay away from that. Or, yeah, that's a good thing. Or, no, that's a bad thing. Or, this is a good deal. This is... Know enough where you're not going in completely blind and you know you have some type of defense mechanism of anyone trying to feed you some bullshit. You know what I mean? If you know anything, it's good. It's like, it's like, um, my example of it is like, you know, like Spanish people listen to, to people talking Italian or, you know what I mean? Like, or, or, uh, yeah, it's basically like Italian or like other languages. Like when you know a certain language and you hear other people speak it, there's certain things you can kind of take out of it. So where you can kind of make out what they're saying. So that's how you want to be with your business know-how. Either you know it fluently or you know enough of it where you can kind of pinpoint things to pay attention to or notice or as a red flag. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's always, it's just good to know something. It's better to know something than nothing. And never be a scared, a scared, <laughs> never be scared to uh, to ask, never be scared to try. But if you're really that interested into trying something at all at least be willing to put in the work and effort to learn enough about it to where you're not going in completely blind you know give yourself at least that much to where you're at least attempting to do it properly where you're giving whatever it is an actual real proper chance you know the the real time it needs and deserves to see if you're actually interested in this thing or you're actually talented and good at it you know don't go in half-assed because you're not gonna really know you know it'll be something you're interested in but then you have to ask yourself did you really try did you really care about it did you really put in the effort that this other person that you're saying is this and that did like don't just talk bad but look at the 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 who's <laughs> laughing upstairs my niece um but yeah man uh, let me let me end this i'm like ranting on but yeah the next podcast i'm gonna do i want to do something about that about like main focused on um things that I think are important for starting and in anything whether you want to start and be an artist um an entrepreneur of some kind or starting a business a brand whatever it is I think that there all those things have a lot of things in common as far as what you need to be successful and start and get it uh going from the ground up so I think I'm going to do that for the next podcast um but yeah, man, for this one, I wanted to keep it simple. I wanted to explain myself as far as, you know, I'm, I'm getting tired of this explaining shit, but I feel like I, you know, people are tuning in and I'm seeing that the numbers are going up steadily. So I feel like it's only right. Um, but yeah, the, the live podcast didn't happen. I'll have uh, more podcasts later on this week. I'm, I'm trying to like I've been on a roll lately of just recording with myself and not really giving a fuck if I'm picking up any extra sounds and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I want to do another podcast later on this week, uh, going over, like I said, um, things that I believe are key components into starting anything, um, from the ground up, whether it's a business, a relationship, a brand, anything, anything at all. Um, I'm going to go over that. Um, but yeah, I want to thank everybody for tuning in, showing love and support. Everybody who's been sending me the links to their music, keep sending it. Um, hit me up on Twitter. Uh, my Twitter should be somewhere in the description. Um, it's PR King of Hearts. Uh, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah, it's PR King of Hearts. Um, also, there's Clocking Out, where it's clock and the letter N out uh, on Twitter. Um, yeah, I, I have to work on, on that. But yeah, all, all the stuff 
um, is in the description if you're looking to follow up and send me some stuff or if there's anything you think uh, I might be interested in or is useful information, whatever it is. Hit me up. Let's start a conversation. Let's build a foundation to build a relationship to see what happens. You never know. We can collaborate on something. We can just be friends uh, online and, you know, we can share um, notes, ideas, whatever it is. Give each other advice and just, you know, be there for each other. That's the whole point of this community is just to help one another to learn and do better and, and to just keep getting better at whatever it is that we want to do. But, uh, yeah, man. Thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for everybody showing love and support, sharing all the links, and uh, I really appreciate it. I'm going to do better. All oh, the fucking noise. I'm going to do better at um, being more consistent with putting out more shows. I see that everyone's actually listening and tuning in, and I actually like that. Um, please hit me up with any um, suggestions or notes or ideas, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, I love you guys. Stay safe, stay motivated, keep grinding, stay focused. And uh, once again, wash your hands. Alex, thank you for tuning in. This is another episode of Clocking Out. Peace.